morning, everyone. What's going on? Hey, Leslie. Hey, John Jobin. Good morning. And good morning, RJ Hinners. And Ken Gregory. Good morning. Chris Bond. Chris Bond, you seem new. Lisa Connor. What's up, Buttercup? Vinny, what's up? Hello, GH. Uh, do I have the snow beers? I got some snow beers. This is a weird time of year for beer, though. With every stupid beer company trying to come up with some nice flavor for the holidays. I definitely dip into the um, the pumpkin ales, but they're, they've already gone away. That Sam Adams Jack beer, whatever it was called, I loved it. And already it's out of the beer distributor. And now they got these just really heavy coffee, vanilla stouts. Most of us are going to be hit by uh, this snowstorm. I know most of us are. Yeah, that's Founders. You're right. I just was I was describing the Founders beer, and I love Founders, but I don't like that heavy vanilla coffee stout or whatever the hell it's called. But um, I know a lot of you guys that watch these in the morning. Where you're you're in east you're on the east coast like me, uh, but way out here on Long Island, I think um, as far as the map goes, we're like um, the southern part of the storm. So. I don't think we're going to get uh, crushed. If I was in New York City, man, oh my God, they're expecting, um, I think, a foot of snow in New York City. Out here, not so much, probably, maybe, we might we might grab three inches out here, four inches. With that said, I want to do a special, oh my God, a special live stream from the ocean, because uh, when these nor'easters hit... It gets crazy out here, man. All these houses rock and roll. Shingles, roof shingles go flying all over the fucking place. You're more worried about something crashing through your window. The the amount of stuff that gets blown around out here during a nor'easter is pretty. It's pretty insane to say the least. So, um, but uh, I don't know. I mean, we're not in the eye of the storm like New York City. Boston's gonna get crushed. God, I miss Boston in those snowstorms. That was the closest I felt to being um, in western New York, living in Boston. Because Boston definitely gets a lot more snow than um, New York City. That's for sure. So, we're supposed to get the 50 mile an hour uh, uh, wind gusts once again. That's great. That's just not fun at all. You just look at your window shaking and you're hoping they're going to hold up. <laughs> um, yeah, I titled this Ride in the Storm Out because we're going to ride the storm out way out east here on Long Island, and um, and that's an REO Speedwagon song, obviously, and it brings back a dumb memory. It's a quick story. It's not much to it, but when I worked for WCMF, what's up, Billy DeTore? Billy DeTore uh, spent some years at WCMF as well. Um, you know, the home of rock and roll. I was like the jack of all trades, and I went to all the concerts and Darien Lake, you know, it's an amusement park. And REO Speedwagon was playing Darien Lake. You know, they got an amphitheater right next to the park. A lot of you guys in Western New York obviously know this. And they ran a contest where uh, lucky listeners got to ride a roller coaster with REO Speedwagon. And uh, guess who the, uh, the plebe was that had to jump on the roller coaster with Ario Speedwagon and some listeners. Hold on, I gotta say hi to the stars, the stars people. Scott Arsenal, uh, stars for milk and bread. That's what everyone buys here in North Carolina when it snows. I suppose everyone wants French toast. <laughs> You're so right. So CMF runs this contest. There's some lucky uh, winners. They're gonna ride a roller coaster with uh, Ario Speedwagon. 
And uh, back then, I know this is hard to believe, but I was a nobody in this business. And uh, it was my job to take the listeners on the roller coaster in Darien Lake with Ario Speedwagon. No one was there to see me. Trust me on that. I went to all the concerts. I, I drove the van there. I, I wasn't getting paid much by WCMF, but I got to go to all the shows at Darien Lake. And there were a lot of great shows. I remember seeing the Allman Brothers there, Steppenwolf. Uh, yes, I believe, uh, Leonard Skinnerd, where they put the hat on the mic stand and, and played, uh, the instrumental version of Freebird and everyone started bawling like babies. Um, but anyway, so, uh, <laughs> so I get to Darien Lake with the van cause that was my job. Park the van at Darien Lake. All right. Now you got to jump on a roller coaster with some fans not of mine, of the radio station, and of Ario Speedwagon. And, you know, these poor uh, winners, they got me on a roller coaster, and I think the bass player and the drummer of Ario Speedwagon, Kevin Cronin couldn't be bothered to ride a, to ride a roller coaster with the, with the winners. But technically, they were riding a roller coaster with uh, Ario Speedwagon. So I I I I, uh, I just labeled this live stream riding the storm out, and then it, it reminded me of the uh, of, the, of that lame ass contest who just wrote lucky listener question mark Charlie Limbo. I'm I'm here to say yeah, they didn't give a fuck if they only knew if they only know knew a future radio god was in their presence riding the roller coaster with them. With this stupid kind of mullet because it was in fashion at the time. If they only knew. What's up, Paul Spinella with the Roller Coaster of Love? What's some of those other roller coaster songs we got? That's going to be a tough one. Let's not build that list. I like building the list in the morning, but that's a tough one. I don't think we're going to get a lot of roller coaster songs. John Quartz with Keep On Rolling. There you go. I don't remember what kind of roller coaster Darien Lake had. Because the kid wasn't a big fan of the roller coasters. The kid grew up a, a big time wimp when it came to rides. He got a little better when he turned 30 and decided to go to Disney. Which one's in Florida? Disneyland, Disney World, whatever. I went to Disney in Florida for my 30th. Because, you know, I, uh, I didn't get to go as a kid. We didn't have money for Disney in my family. So, I don't know. In my twisted mind, at 30 years old, I said, I want to go to Disney. So, I went to Disney with my brother, my brother Elmo. And uh, I started liking rides again. I went on Space Mountain, like, over and over again. I'm like, I think I, I, think I actually like these stupid rides. But who goes to Disney on their 30th? Unless they're trying to, like, make up for lost time. Why don't we have that big jug in our house just collecting change for Disney? Wait, uh, Billy DeTore, you're you're scaring me. You're you're like you're like uh, you're like a Vic Henley coming up with this shit. Roller coaster by the Partridge Family. I don't think I've ever heard of that song. I hate Disney. <laughs> Someone just says I hate Disney. I gotta be honest with you. So I went. Uh, I went when I was 30, and then, you know, a few years later, I went with my, uh, my, my kids. We've gone two times as a family, and I got to tell you, man, I wanted to hate it. I wanted to hate it, but uh, God, if they don't do a great job down there. 
I just hate that they try to grab every single cent out of your pockets before you leave. But uh, besides that, it is a lot of fun down there. Roller coaster by Luke Bryan. So what? We're building the roller coaster song list? Oh, good God. Huh. Is that how it goes, Billy? Good God. Huh. My favorite war song, though, if you need to know, because I think you were asking, will would be Spill the Wine, which is an amazing fucking song. That stupid rock radio just blew off. I think it was too hippy-dippy for, for the homes of rock and roll out there. But if you want to hear a great song, put on Spill the Wine. Like, literally, stop this live stream. Who gives a shit about me at the beach right before Nor'easter hits? And make sure you check out Spill the Wine today. That's, that's, my, uh, that's my pick. 14-week uh, streak for Brian Bernard. He's given stars to keep his streak alive. You bitch, you just made me say streak. You know the kid has problems with the ST words all these years later. You would think I would have went to a speech pathologist. I think my mother-in-law is a speech pathologist. She can help me with the ST thing. I'm sure you shove your, your tongue under your teeth or behind your bottom teeth or something and then you could say it properly. I don't know. I don't know how that shit goes. They call me this. Don't make me. We're not building uh, songs uh, with the word streak in it. Because I'll have a stroke if I have to say streak too many times. Speaking of teeth, I, uh, I tweeted this last night. Um, credit goes to my wife. but Because uh, I had no idea until last night. But Tom Cruise went off on a rant. I guess somebody on the set of Mission Impossible... 28 or whatever the hell they're up to uh didn't follow coronavirus uh protocol i i would assume that um oh my god now you guys are throwing st words at me the strokes are a good band god damn it you made me read your comment because i do like the strokes well they got they got a little chubby they were on uh, snl recently and they they were a bit on the chubby side speaking of which james harden uh, got fat in the offseason okay uh, so Tom Cruise went on a rant because someone obviously uh, probably let their mask slip or maybe they weren't wearing it at all and he lost his mind. And um, someone rec recorded Tom Cruise losing his mind. And here's my thoughts on that. If someone's recording Tom Cruise losing his mind, that means that Tom Cruise is an asshole. That means that Tom Cruise yells and screams a lot. So when he goes on these talk shows and he's uh, all smiley and happy and jumping on couches and whatnot, that's not the real Tom Cruise. I think people that work with Tom Cruise are like, this guy's a fucking asshole. And the next time he yells and screams at me, I'm pushing record and I'm getting this audio out there. That's my two cents on that. I believe that. Anyway, with that said, my wife, uh, we were listening to the audio last night. And then she said, uh, you know about Tom Cruise and his teeth. I'm like, what? What's up with Tom Cruise and his teeth? She goes, I'll show you. He's got, you know, the, the two big teeth that we all got in the front of our mouths? Well, not maybe not all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You could get that fixed, though. We were just talking about Shane McGowan. He certainly doesn't have the, the two front teeth. Although he now does, but... In his heyday as the lead singer of the Pogues, um, he didn't really have those teeth. They, they pretty much rotted away in front of everyone's eyes. Uh, my wife says, uh, when I show you this, you'll never unsee it. I'm like, okay. 
So um, does a quick Google search, Tom Cruise teeth, and it turns out one of his uh, one of his big teeth is right in the fucking middle of his head. So it looks like he has three front teeth. Go check that out right now. So you got stuff to do today. You got to go listen to Spill the Wine by Eric Burden and War. And you got to Google search Tom Cruise to see his three front teeth. <laughs> what the fuck is going on with his mouth? And then people were sending me old pictures of Tom Cruise where he had kind of a, a snaggle tooth, rotting tooth thing. So obviously he got his teeth fixed, but uh, I don't know. They they put the teeth off center, so it looks like he has one of his front teeth directly in the middle of his mouth, given the illusion that he has three of them. Sarah said, late to the party, but uh, just in time to get homework. Yeah, your homework is to listen to Spill the Wine, which is such a great song. And uh, uh, Google image uh, Tom Cruise and his teeth. But speaking of homework... This scumbag, Mayor de Blasio, the mayor of New York City, by the way, take note, because at times people call me a libtard and a damn and a snowflake, and they ignore the fact when I take my shots at the left, so please take note. This asshole basically just got rid of snow days, because all our kids are online learning, or well, not all, but a lot of us. He's taking away snow days because he's like, look, if, if kids can't go to school, we have remote learning now. You can't take snow days away from kids. That's one of the guilty pleasures of uh, being a kid. In the old days, you would turn on the radio and they would just list the school uh, closings and you would wait for them to say your school and you would get so excited. And sometimes they wouldn't say your school and you're like, God, this is a fucking asshole that's in charge of uh, closing the school when it snows. Why is our school open? So de Blasio's taking all that away. He's like, uh, we don't need snow days anymore with this uh, remote learning. I'm like, hey, asshole, how about you just keep it anyway because kids really enjoy every once in a while having a snow day. Kids need a mental health break. Let them go play outside. I actually told my kids the other day, go outside for a while. They went, why? <laughs> they don't understand that. And then I had to explain, like, when I was growing up, you know, phone on the wall, just one square shitty looking TV with a couple channels. And we actually spent most of the day outside. And once again, they go, why? <laughs> Like, I'm like, and then I'm trying to explain it to them, and I'm like, oh, right. Their lives are very different than our lives. We just want them to live how we lived, and uh, that's, just not, that's just not smart as a parent at all. And this is completely normal, because um, when you're driving around neighborhoods in a van looking for kids, there's no more kids in the neighborhoods. You could go uh, up and down, uh-oh. I'm going to go with roads. You could go up and down roads in neighborhoods and you will not see kids outside anymore. They're inside with their gaming consoles and their iPads. That's their lives now. Getting in chat rooms with all their friends as they play online games. Uh, Etan, what do you want them to do? Build a snow castle in 30 degrees? <laughs> well, 
All right, fair enough. I mean, it's it's not the best day to go outside today, but there there's, there have been plenty of days out here where they could have went out and did something. Billy DeTore picked up on that. Thank you, Billy. Why are you driving around in a van looking for kids? You know, just trying to keep the tradition alive. Opie Epstein van. Yo, hey, Chad Moeller. Hey, hey, let's slow it down a little bit. Let's slow it down. The kid was going for a joke. Yeah, all right. So we're getting ready for the storm out here. Sun is beautiful. It was uh, it was cold on the beach today. This was the first day I, I took my dog for a walk, and he basically looked at me like, fuck this. So he quickly uh, did his morning poo, a nice long pee, and he said, uh, I'm done, and he started walking to the house. Usually I got to walk, and then he follows me, but he's like, I'm, I'm done with this. You beach weirdo. Why the hell are we even out here? It's it's December now. I kind of understood when it was October, early November, but you're just a beach weirdo. That's what I thought he was saying. Ah, that's funny, yeah. We need Tom Cruise. Hold on, I gotta go back. A lot of comments today. We need Tom Cruise to yell at our kids on a snow day, Hope. <laughs> no, you got de Blasio, that piece of shit. Leave the kids in their snow days alone. They're already going through shit. Oh, yeah. Just imagine you're a kid and New York City, it's rare that they get so much uh, snow. Probably going to get a foot in Central Park. And, uh, and all the kids are like, I, I would love to be out enjoying a rare snowstorm. But de Blasio has us uh, doing online learning. I know the parents, though. They're going to be like, you know what? Fuck you, de Blasio. We're going out there with our sleds. You go to fucking school. They're taking their snow day. Oh, man. Take a look at my... Oh, did I add a word in there? I think I did. Wait, old man. Oh, my God. I forgot how it goes. Old man. I don't know. I'm tired. All right. I got to get coffee. If I can't remember the lyrics to old man off the cuff, then that means the kid needs a little coffee. I got to get my kids up. I got to get them uh, doing their online learning. Wait, how's old man go? Oh, yeah. Old man, take a look at my life. I'm a lot like you were. He has that were in there. See, I came, I came alive. Like you were, and then it's kind of hard to squeeze in were when you sing that song. I hate songs where you got to squeeze in that extra fucking uh, word. You read the lyrics, and you're like, that, that word's not in the song. They'll, like, mumble it quickly, because if they pronounce it properly, it fucks up the whole rhythm of the song. I hate when people do that. By the way, I'm embarrassed to say this, but I'm going to. Every day, I, uh, I, I, I play a song in my house. It's, like, my song pick of the day. Some of the picks have been uh, Doobie Brothers, Listen to the Music, uh, Orleans, Still the One. Uh, and yesterday I went with Elton John, Tiny Dancer, which I think is his best song. I really do. And I listened to that. And then stupid... Oh, God, why am I admitting this? This is where I'm dumb. Um, James Corden's... Um, Carpool Karaoke popped on as the next uh, suggested video. And I, I thought to myself, you know, in, 
I've seen maybe uh, five, ten seconds of that dumb bit over the years, and I usually turn it off right away. But I'm like, you know what? I wonder if Elton John and James Corden are going to be singing Tiny Dancer in the car. I think that would be kind of cool. Because I think back to the almost famous scene, which is just some great filmmaking as far as uh, everyone singing that song on the bus. Oh my God, what a moment. What a rock moment. So I watched uh, James Corden and Elton John doing that carpool karaoke. I fucking liked it. Oh my God. I fucking liked it. I thought it was well done. You could see the excitement in James Corden's stupid fucking pudgy face. Elton John comes across as a normal dude. But then I had to point out to everybody in my house like, you know, James Corden doesn't actually drive the car because Elton John wouldn't let someone like James Corden be singing and dancing and moving around like he does and drive a car at the same time. And then I had to point out because I kind of know production. And I'm like, you see when they do the, 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 the shot where they're showing the car from behind as it's driving? Elton John's not even in that car right now. That's like a B-roll shot that they filmed after the fact, after Elton John went home. And then they're like, well, then how's he driving the car, Daddy? And I'm like, he's not. The car's on a flatbed truck like they do in movies. You know, when you have anxiety attacks, when you're watching a movie and, and there's some insane scene going on in a car... And then you go, oh, that's right. They're, they're not in danger. They're filming this whole scene, making believe the car is going down the highway at high speeds, but they're actually on a flatbed truck. And that's how they filmed the James Corden thing. All right, too much information. This is how my brain works. I'm sorry. Thank you for all the stars. I really, uh, really appreciate it. Um, wow, thank you. Yeah, right on. I think we made... Uh, I think, I don't know how much, uh, I think I made $16, is that what that means? <laughs> I, used to, I used to make stupid money, now I, I look to see how many stars I make every day, what the fuck? kind of trying to give you a peek out this uh this sliding door but the the wind is uh, is is a howl and my god we had a crazy night here at the ocean um everyone had a crazy night on the on the northeast um depending where you live obviously I, I i was just checking out the tv binghamton new york that's like halfway between long island and geneseo we would stop in binghamton new york every uh, road trip back to Geneseo when I was going to college and then after that when I was working in Rochester and then after that when I was working in Buffalo Binghamton was kind of like the uh, the food slash gas stop on my way up to western New York and uh, man I, I just uh, turned off the TV they got well over three feet of snow um, I think they're pushing like three and a half feet of snow in, in the Binghamton area from this storm um, the storm kind of shifted north a bit, so here, way out east on Long Island, we got we got snow. We we got about three or four inches of snow uh, before we all tried to go to bed last night, and then it all turned over to kind of a sleet rain mix for us. Um, New York City didn't get as much snow as they were they were thinking, 
probably uh, six to seven inches, but they were predicting like easily a foot. Um, for us, though, it was a wind event. My God, the wind was a howling. Um, so we didn't really sleep last night. We got the two kids that jumped in bed with us. Then we got the dog laying on top of all of us because this dog is like uh, a mini horse at this point. And then uh, the whole house was just rocking and rolling back and forth. And uh, I must say, man, that the house held up. I, I got to do the walk around. When you live uh, this close to the ocean and when these nor'easters hit, uh, you're very used to doing the walk around to see what kind of damage is done, man. We keep, uh, we keep the roofing business in business way out here because you're constantly uh, fixing your roof. Constantly. I mean, and the, the amount of uh, roofing shingles that, that are on my deck around my house right now, it, it's a lot. You're so used to seeing roofing shingles that you, you look around and go, okay, that's not mine, that's not mine. Oh, my God, that's my neighbor's house, though. Oh, that's my other neighbor's house. You literally recognize everyone, everybody's roofing shingles. So uh, we did all right. No one really slept. My grill went a-flying. Let me... I got socks on, but let me do this really fast. Ah, uh, shit. This scared the shit out of us. It could have went through our, our window. I'm outside now. A quick look at my grill I mean my socks so yeah my grill flipped over in the middle of the night and uh, you would assume that it was the storm but don't be surprised if uh, if Carl flipped that grill from wherever the hell he is because he's pissed off at what I what I do with that grill and the stuff I grill I'll open up the window again but uh, how's everybody wow a lot of people in the room this morning all right Oh, wind's not an issue? Okay. No snow here in Florida. Yeah, you don't got snow, but you got DeSantis. hey -o! Someone was asking me uh, last night, uh, which politician is worse, Cuomo up here in New York, or DeSantis uh, down there in Florida? And I don't think it's a contest. I think DeSantis is way worse. Snow day for everybody. Not if you're in New York because of de Blasio. De Blasio taking snow days away from kids. We talked about that yesterday. But uh, the, uh, kids need their snow days. We all remember growing up, unless you're from Florida, um, we all remember snow days and how, how much fun that was and how it came out of nowhere and you got a, a day off and how much fun that was. And stupid de Blasio. Because we're not suffering enough in New York City. Thank you, Benjamin Tucker, for the for the stars. Oh, for a new grill? Yeah, I don't I don't know if that grill survived that. I, I That grill should have went under the house, uh, I don't know, two months ago. But stupid me, I'm like, hey, I think I could still grill. Hey. And then I would throw steaks and burgers on that damn thing. And because it's still, you know, 40, 50 degrees at night, the grill's like, what the fuck? Fuck, man, I can't get up to, I can't get this too hot, man. And then struggling to get up to like 275 and then everyone in my house is like, what's going on with dinner? I'm like, I'm working on it. And then the burgers would take well over an hour instead of like 20 minutes. <laughs> so, so maybe I should have gave up on the grilling, uh, I don't know, November 1st probably would have been smart. Yeah, they took away the snow days in um, New York. I don't know if they did officially, but... You know, during a pandemic when everyone is really bummed 
and 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 mental um, health is absolutely an issue. Thanks, Vinny, for the stars. Um, De Blasio's like, you know, I know how I can make this worse. I'm gonna take away snow days. What a fucking dick! I told you he was a dick. That that one time uh, said it all when there was a huge snowstorm in New York. And he did a photo op because he was like just a regular Joe and he was um, shoveling his side, his sidewalk in front of his house in New York and he didn't shove his neighbor's uh, sidewalk. He made sure it was perfect that he only shoveled his part of the sidewalk and I go, that guy is not a man of the people. Mayor Koch would have fucking shoveled the entire uh, sidewalk, my, my friends. That's a weird reference right there that goes way back. People liked uh, the Koch. And he was a bachelor. And I come from a time where, you know, in interviews, people would uh, <laughs> would ask Koch, so when are you going to settle down and uh, with a, a nice, uh, fine lady? <laughs> He's like, eh, I like being a bachelor, you know? <laughs> and then it comes out when uh, it was way more acceptable that, uh, you know. There was a reason why he uh, he didn't uh, get married because it was illegal. So we kind of survived the storm out here. I, I, I'm saying kind of because I still got to do the walk around. You never know. There's always something. You're always calling up somebody. My water heater, I thought, went, uh, when was that, two, three days ago. And, uh, you know, I was on the phone with some people and they were basically saying you need a new water heater with the knowledge you're giving me. And then I called up someone that, um, well, I'll tell you, he's a friend of mine, and he um, he basically built this house for me uh, a bunch of years ago, and I, I called him up, and he goes, oh, there's a, there's a cover on your water heater, remove that cover, and then he goes, you know what, why don't you take a picture before you do anything, so I removed the cover, and I, and he, and I sent him a picture, and he goes, oh my god, not that cover, don't touch that wire, and I'm like, oh, okay. Now I know why I went into radio. So then I removed the other cover. And he goes, you see that red button? That's all it is. Push that in. I pushed it in. He goes, is it staying in, in the in position? I'm like, yes. He goes, okay, you're good. Go take a go take a shower, you idiot. And then he said, and then he had to rub it in. He goes, uh, thank God you're you're in radio. And then I had to remind him, well, that's where the problem is. Because my business is no no more... No one really does radio anymore. They certainly don't do it to make a living. There's literally one guy that makes a living off uh, doing radio still, and that would be Howard Stern. Everybody else is hustling. Yeah, the roads are bad, Chuck. What's up? Oh, you gave your wife uh, eight inches last night? Good boy, buddy. Good for you. I saw a movie last night. What was that? Uh, that uh, Sarah, you, you might want to do earmuffs because I'm aware of... Uh, you're growing up because we've uh, discussed it online a little bit and, and you might be doing the podcast with me soon. Uh, I saw that it, hillbilly, uh, what was the other word? And I had to look it up. Hillbilly uh, effigy or something like that. There's a Ron Howard film. My wife picked it. We got to pick stuff. You know, I made her sit through the Pogues documentary. <clears throat> well, actually, it was a documentary on Shane McGowan, the lead singer of the Pogues, with the rotting teeth. <laughs> and she picked Hillbilly Effigy, or whatever the hell it's called. And uh, 
I, I basically said, oh, I can tell you exactly what's going on in this movie. Jesus. Is it Elegy? Was that it? Hold on. Let me get this right for once. Oh, thanks, Randy. Elegy. Hillbilly Elegy with Amy Adams. And now that uh, Amy Schumer's all banged up and a bit bloated, uh, Amy Adams looks a lot like Amy Schumer. Look it up. Look it up. But I watched this movie. It's, a, it's about a family that's a, a bit dysfunctional with a mom with uh, mental issues. And then uh, my wife's like, we can turn this off, you know. And I'm like, no, man, I'm, I'm more than past it. But I told her exactly what was going to happen step by step. I could have I easily wrote, wrote that movie. Oh, it was a shit show. It was really good, though. It was well done. It was put together very, very, very nicely. Um, but uh, I'm going to pick the next movie. I might make her sit through the Bee Gees documentary to get back at her. That one is creepy sounding. Oh, my God. Middle of the night. You should hear it. It, it, uh, it finds all sorts of crevices, and it's, it whistles throughout your entire house. What's up, Brian Bernard? How are you, buddy? I give away some of my stuff, you know. And uh, I gave away my Ruizing um, band, wristband, that I wore for a year. And who got that? Who wants to raise their hand? Who got that? I wore it for a year, and uh, I gave it to somebody who's in this room right now. Who got that? Benjamin Tucker. There you go. Benjamin Tucker's wearing the, uh, the Ruizing... Uh, black wristband that I wore for a year and then right around the anniversary of Carl's passing it was weird I just took it off I don't know I, I, for a year I didn't want to take that off my left wrist and then I took a shower one day and I just I took it off put it on the sink which was really strange because I wasn't thinking about it at all and I never put that thing on again and Benjamin Tucker is a huge supporter of the live stream and everything I do a, a lot of you guys are I wish I could give you guys all, all you guys something and I, uh, I mailed that to uh, Benjamin Tucker. So I, I hope you're representing and, and I hope you're wearing it. I hope you wear it every day, my friend. That's meant to be worn. Then a guy, I don't know if he's in the room today, but uh, Jeff uh, Fader, Fader Knives, he did his special knife for Carl. And Carl, on my birthday a couple years ago, uh, two years ago, I guess, uh, he goes... What are you doing? I'm like, I'm celebrating my birthday. He goes, I'm really, really busy with the restaurant, but uh, are you available right now? And I'm like, yeah, man. He goes, all right, meet me at Get Parts. So we go to Get Parts. I think we I think we podcasted that day. We might not have, though. Some days we just hung out and didn't podcast, which was frustrating because Carl would give me just amazing stuff. And I'm like, oh, God, why are we such good friends? I should be recording every single moment we hang out with each other, but you got to kind of... You know, you got to balance that stuff out. Uh, but anyway, uh, so he shows up at Get Parts. We have, uh, I think we had hot dogs that day. Like, they have really good hot dogs at Get Parts. I, I'm sure Randy's in the room right now. I mean, really good hot dogs. And Carl, I loved, loved, loved their hot dogs. Had a couple beers, and he uh, he gives me um, one of the, the fader knives that was, that was specially made for Carl. And it was a limited uh, supply... And they went really fast, and somebody on Instagram was asking uh, if there's any way I could get a knife. And I'm like, man, I don't know, because Jeff Fader basically said he's not making any more of those. And then I said, uh, I might still do it, I don't know. I go, look, dude, I got one. 
and I said if Carl didn't personally give it to me I would I would mail this to you right now and then I was like debating should I just mail it to the guy and I'll, I'll be honest I, I think I that one I don't think I could do so if anyone has a fader knife let me know or maybe I could get Jeff to I'm sure Jeff maybe might have a couple more later on I don't know I gotta ask him Jeff rules of course he does now I'm gonna keep that but I was weak because I, I appreciate the people that take care of me. I was weak for a moment. I was like, you know what? Maybe I should just give this to the guy. So, but those waves are really bad. I don't know if that water's going to come up to the dune today. Look at this. A much different view, right? Butters, I got a shovel. Boo! Top fan status for the, the Butters. What's up, Butters? You guys still got a few hours left in this storm, don't you there? Up there in Boston, outside of Boston. Where are you? Near Plymouth, I think. Right, Butters? You either live near Plymouth or, or you're obsessed with history. I, I don't know what the difference is. Yeah, that's the creamy one, Brandon Hollinger. All right. Uh, I think that's it for today, guys. Um, Tom Cruise sucks. He's a monster. I think a lot of people knew that Tom Cruise was a monster. And they finally had it, so they started recording his rants. Acting like he gives a shit about people as he's making, uh, who knows, $100 million a film or something crazy like that. He's a monster. Brian Bernard, back to shoveling. Have a great day as he throws 100 stars at me. Thanks, Brian Bernard. Jonathan Fa, Be safe, everyone, Benjamin Tucker says. All right. Uh, later today, uh, for maybe the private Facebook group, I might throw this on... Um, a little later and that gets very intimate because i'll i'll talk to you guys individually and stuff all right all right have a great day everybody oh hempbombs.com promo code op radio 30 percent off you bitches snuck that in see how i did that nice